This was the Daily Sports Report. I'm Adam Brewster saying good night and go blue. Four. Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I know To stay away What's that? Pandora's box, a box of chocolates Would I eat them anyway? Cause every time I have half a mind to leave you, babe That means I have half a mind to stay It's Pandora's Lunchbox on WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. Good evening, this is Mike. Pandora's Lunchbox is a show about food and culture every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. And normally we talk a lot about what's going on in Michigan, what's going on in food and everything, but we'll get to that in a moment. In the meantime, though, I don't normally ask much of Snoop Dogg, but if you're out there, Snoop Dogg, would you please do a cover version of this song? So plant a carrot, get a carrot, not a Brussels sprout. (laughs) That's why I love vegetables, you know what you're about. Life is merry, if it's very vegetarian. A man who plants a garden is a very happy man. So that is uh, 
a song to be recorded in the future by Snoop Dogg. I hear he's going to make that recording sometime in 2017. He's getting the top musicians in in the hood getting ready to record that. So that's what's happening. And um, here's the story. Why, why am I talking about Snoop Dogg and radishes? When I usually talk about Snoop Dogg and, say, uh, turnips, this is, this is a good question now. This is from the UPI. A Welsh man caught the attention of rapper Snoop Dogg by growing an 85-pound rutabaga. Ian Neal, 68, of Newport, Wales, received a YouTube shout-out from Snoop after he plucked the gargantuan vegetable from his garden last month. The rapper said, Man, I want to tell you something. When I do my show in Cardiff, I want you to come backstage and see me because I do vegetation myself. And on the back screen were some very nice-looking green leaves that looked like something that you might grow under certain circumstances that you might not tell other people about. But nonetheless, you know what I'm saying? So it says, see me because I do vegetation myself and I want to know your secret. So Ian Neal, come see your boy Snoop Dogg. I've got two tickets for you when I get to town. You dig? So Neil said he was honored by the offer to attend the show at Cardiff's Motor Point Arena last week. He said, I've never heard of him. I'm a country and western man myself. Pretty much the same thing. So the grower has been producing oversized veggies for 30 years. He said he initially planned to decline the offer, but he was convinced otherwise by a co-worker. Neil said he would be happy to share his techniques with Snoop Dogg. He said you shouldn't let secrets go to the grave. And we're going to have a little more on that and why it is that I thought perhaps he was in the business of cloning in just a moment. But first of all, Let's uh, learn a little bit more about rutabaga, shall we? Some rudimentary rutabaga rudimentaryisms from Frank Zappa and the Mothers of Invention from their album Absolutely Free Now. If you'll take just a moment to get ready to yodel. Get ready to yodel. Are you ready to yodel? Okay. Cheesy, cheesy. This is a song about vegetables. They keep you regular. They're real good for you. Respond to you. Some people don't go for prunes. I don't know. I've always found that if they. Vegetable will respond to you. Rutabaga, 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 rutabaga. A prune isn't really a vegetable. Uh-huh. Cabbage is a vegetable. No one will know if you don't want to let them know. No one will know unless it's you that might tell them so. Call and they'll come to you covered with a dew. Vegetables dream of responding to you. Standing there shiny and proud by your side. 
Yeah. You know, that's often happened to me. I'm screaming about vegetables and suddenly I stop and I don't know what else to say. Speechless, aren't I? No, not really, unfortunately. That was Frank Zappa and the Mothers and Call Any Vegetable. Yes, it is. Now, we're talking about Snoop Dogg, oddly enough. We will get to some interesting Michigan stuff going on as well and some other food things. But in the meantime, I should mention to you that when I first heard this story about Snoop Dogg and the world's largest rutabaga, I thought to myself, well, first of all, it wasn't. they didn't say rutabaga on the original report. It was from England or Wales, perhaps, and they called it the world's largest Swede. And I thought to myself, I didn't know farmers were into cloning. Nonetheless, Swede, as a matter of fact, is what people in the UK call rutabaga. And that has opened up a whole new world for me. And I want to share this part of my life with you. Would you share that with me? Would you share with me? Thank you. The rutabaga, or Swede, is a root vegetable, you see. It originated as a cross between the cabbage and the turnip. This I did not know. If you look at Wikipedia, it says C, triangle of U. That's the letter U. I tried to read that, and my brain turned into a rutabaga. So I'll let you follow up on the triangle of U. In the meantime, roots of the roots, <laughs> the root vegetable can be prepared for food in a variety of ways, and its leaves can also be eaten as a leaf vegetable. This is where it gets confusing. Rutabaga is the common American and Canadian term for the plant. It comes from the old Swedish word rotabaga, meaning root bag. Yo, Root Bag, get a load of this. Root Bag. I mean, I wonder if Root Bag's going to do an album with Snoop Dogg. It's possible. Swede is preferred. The word Swede is preferred in England, Wales, Australia, and New Zealand. Okay, follow along now. In the U.S., the plant is also known as Swedish turnip or yellow turnip, while in Ireland, it is referred to as turnip. The Swede or rutabaga is referred to as a turnip in Ireland. The name turnip is also used in parts of northern and midland England, Ontario, and Atlantic Canada. In Scotland, it is either tumshi or neep, and the vegetable that's called a turnip in southern English usage instead is called a white turnip, as in Ireland. Okay, got it. The Scots will refer to both types by the generic term neep. Some will also refer to both types as just turnip, which is derived from the same root word as neep. Root! Ha! <laughs> ha! Ouch, so... And it gets better. In Northeast England, turnips and Swedes are colloquially called snaggers. They should not be confused with the large beet known as mangelwurzel. I'm often confused by mangelwurzels, but that's just me. The first known printed reference to the rutabaga comes from the Swiss botanist Gaspar Bohan in 1620, where he notes that it was growing wild in Sweden. It is often considered to have originated from Scandinavia or Russia. Our wolf is in the corner here, waving his arms, applauding the work of Gaspard Bohan. Can I hear that applause again? That's... Thank you, thank you. Thank him. In Scotland, rutabagas and potatoes are boiled and mashed separately to produce neeps and tatties. Tatties being the Scottish word for potatoes. And they're traditionally served with the Scottish national dish of haggis as the main course of a Burns supper, which is every January... It is the anniversary of the birthday of the Scottish poet Robert Burns, and we always talk about that on our show. So we'll have to get back to rutabagas then. Rutabagas have also been carved out and used as candle lanterns in Halloween celebrations in Scotland and Ireland. We'll have to dig, dig more into that in a few weeks. Neeps may also be mashed with potatoes to make clapshot, clapshot, which I think you can use in hunting season all across Michigan. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and I am still Mike. 
Nonetheless, there is so much more to talk about, and we will say more things in just a moment. But but here's the thing. We're, we're going to stay in Sweden for a while, where the Swedes are. Where the Swedes are. Well, here it is. Uh, we're going to go to um, Povel Rommel. Povel Rommel, fine, fine musician, passed away just a few years ago. It's kind of like Sweden's... Um, What's the guy who does uh, the Vatican rag? Oh, for goodness sake. Tom Lehrer is like Tom Lehrer and Spike Jones and a couple other people all rolled into one big Swede, and I don't mean vegetable. He does, does a tune called Melon, which means melon. You may recognize the melody. Sing along if you know the words. Vetenskapen har nått fram till de finesser som är de primära. Hur fungerar vi och vad sker det för processer när människor blir kära? Hur uppstår plagan och hur håller den i tukt? Vad händer själva lågan? I mitt fall blott en frukt. Melon, jag såg dig äta melon. I skymningsdiset på bron Det var en märklig vision Melon Jag kunde höra dig snyfta När jag med händerna lyfta Just hade avböjt en klyfta Men hur det var så fick jag ner en tugga Att glädja dig i görligaste mån Mot vattnets skal och kärnor fridfullt dugga Och fördes bort av den diskreta ån En kyss Och sista skalet det föll Och äktenskapet det höll Minsan en märklig melon. Melon. Don't you just want to let out a good sigh when a fine Swedish satirical song based on the melody to Blue Moon about melons comes on? I know, so do I. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food. I'm Mike. And a lot is going on in Michigan and all over. I want to bring you this news item from Detroit. A store in Detroit's Eastern Market that's been a fixture for more than a century is expected to close by the end of the year, but it will reopen under a new name. Our Hurt Jr. Company is well known for specialty cheeses, coffees, teas, jams, and snacks. Detroit's newspapers say there are differences among family members who run the company about its future. The wholesale business is expected to keep the name R. Hurt Jr., The store's new name tentatively will be the 1887 Cheese Shop, which reflects the year it was founded by Rudolf Hurt Jr. So, that from Detroit. Also from Vermont now, uh, Vermont Senator Patrick Leahy says he's planning to introduce legislation to make it a federal crime for people to mislabel products as containing maple syrup. He said the legislation is needed to protect Vermont's maple crop from fraud. This came in the aftermath of a recent U.S. FDA investigation that found men who had been selling fake Vermont maple syrup when the product contained no syrup. 
if it's no syrup, then what was was it a was it solid? Was it a gas? I don't know. Leahy's proposal would create a new federal felony offense, a feni, federal felony felony federal 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 offense, and increase the sentences that prosecutors can seek for people who defraud customers and farmers by intentionally mislabeling maple products. Leahy is also announcing the state had received a seventy thousand dollar federal grant to help make to help market Vermont maple syrup. So the punishment will be. Offenders will be syruped and feathered. That is the official news from Vermont. Now, here's another piece of news. We're talking about autumn stuff. It is autumn. You know, we've got we've got maple syrup coming. We've got rutabagai, and we've got turkeys. Now, from Little Rock, Arkansas here, no one in Yellville will say if they expect wild turkeys to fall from airplanes for this year's Turkey Trot Festival, but the FAA says it will be watching. An FIA spokesman tells the Arkansas Democrat Gazette that the agency will track down any pilot who drops wild turkeys over the tiny North Arkansas town. Offenders could lose their licenses. The spokesman, Lynn Lunsford, says no one in town will tell them who flies the planes. Fans of the drop say it doesn't hurt the turkeys, which float to the ground. Which kind of depends on what substances you take before the turkey drop. Lunsford says he's seen video of a turkey falling straight down and bouncing off the roof of a building, which doesn't hurt. One animal rights group, the People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, calls the event cruel inexplicably. Well, you should know, first of all, the turkey drop started out as a turkey toss. This is according to CARE 2. The toss occurred from the county courthouse roof. The toss eventually became a drop. It was banned. But the natives kept doing it. And the update from KSPR News, potential pilots who have participated in the drop in the past took the threat seriously and did not fly over the festival this time. So the turkeys were safe under these particular circumstances. And that is important news to know. Back to Sweden, though, now. Back to Sweden for the Scandinavian Shuffle, the album by the utterly fantastic Swede Danes. That's S-W-E Danes. And, you know, musical talent and comedy is all too rare, says The Hollywood Reporter on the album cover here. This is them doing a nice warm drink that will soothe you during these autumn months. This is a hot toddy, and this is hot toddy Swedish style. Do ba do ba do ba do ba 
I can do that. With with one voice, I can do all of that. The Scandinavian Lambert Hendricks and Ross, as uh, as Arwolf puts it, really. The Swede Danes, and one of the, one among their number is Alice Babs, who I understand recorded with uh, John Coltrane. Duke Ellington. My brain recorded with John Coltrane. I think I think I saw turkeys floating to the ground this there. He recorded she recorded with Duke Ellington, I am corrected. Glad to say it. You must see the you must look up the utterly fantastic Swee Danes, S W E Danes, D A N E S, on the web and see the unbelievable floral costumes that they wear. It is a wonder wonder to behold. And let me hold it up to the mic, see? I'm telling you. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. It's a show about food. Arwolf will help us to face the music in less than 10 minutes, because it's almost 7 o'clock. In the meantime, all kinds of stuff is happening this weekend in Ann Arbor, all kinds of cultural events of many, many kinds. Just to name a few here, uh, the 9th Taiwanese Music Festival will present an honors concert at EMU's Student Center Auditorium this Saturday at 7 p.m., 20 young musicians of different ethnic backgrounds will perform, and all performers will play compositions by 20th century Taiwanese composers. The guest pianist is Dr. Emily Lin, a piano teacher and a composer and arranger. Meanwhile, starting at 6, there will be docent guided tours of the Looking Both Ways art exhibition, coinciding with the centennial of the Xinhai Revolution that precipitated the founding of the Republic of China, now in Taiwan. For the art exhibition, half of the works were invited and half were juried from the U.S., Taiwan, Hong Kong, and China, and the works include video, photos, paintings, and three-dimensional artworks commenting on the last 100 years in China. That's the 9th Taiwanese Music Festival and the Honors Concert. 6 p.m. there will be tours of the exhibition, and at 7 o'clock Saturday night, the Honors Concert. Now, the U of M International Institute is celebrating the 30th anniversary of the Armenian Studies Program at the U of M with a series of special events, Friday and Saturday, and you can look those up at ii.umich.edu. Now, now from Congo, Africa, a group called Ngomba za Congo will be performing at Concourse Hall in Ann Arbor. That's this Saturday, so you're going to have to split yourself into four to do all these wonderful things. The show will also feature DJ Sam from Guinea, Africa, and Mixology from Trinidad. This is a benefit for street children in Congo. That's at Concourse Hall at 4531 Concourse Drive in Ann Arbor. And Goran Bregovich and his Wedding and Funeral Orchestra will be playing on Saturday at Hill Auditorium, says UMS.org. He is a Balkan music star, touring with a wild 20-piece ensemble consisting of a brass band, a classical string ensemble, an all-male choir, and two Bulgarian female singers, blending raucous gypsy dance tunes with traditional Eastern European Orthodox choral music, spinning it all through a rock and roll cycle. Yeah, that's Goran Bregovich and his Wedding and Funeral Orchestra performing on Saturday, 8 p.m. at Hill Auditorium in Ann Arbor. This is Pandora's Lunchbox trying to let you know about everything that could possibly happen crammed into a single half hour. And one little piece of information more before we go. This is from Seattle and has nothing to do with food. And that's that's important. Seattle's self-styled superhero, Phoenix Jones, this, this is about food. It's about pepper. Pepper tastes great on turkey. Turkey does not float, and rutabagas are Swedish. Right? Okay. Seattle's self-styled superhero Phoenix Jones wrote on his Facebook page that he was back on patrol Monday night. He had to wear a backup costume after police seized his black and yellow outfit on Sunday 
when they arrested him for investigation of assault. He was accused of using pepper spray on four people who were dancing after leaving a nightclub. Jones, whose real name is Benjamin John Francis Fodor, says he was trying to break up a fight when he was attacked. He spent about seven hours in jail before posting bail. Police spokesman Mark Jameson says you can't go around pepper spraying people because you think they're fighting. Jones says he's the leader of the Rain City superhero movement. And there we go. That's Mr. Phoenix Jones. This has been Pandora's Lunchbox. I've been a rutabaga for a while, also known as a Swede or a turnip or perhaps neeps. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you for putting up with a Snoop Dogg reference. We must do that more often, you and I. Our will help us to face the music in just a few minutes. In the meantime, one last musical selection that does, in fact, have to do with the food, but really doesn't have much to do with anything else we've been talking about. This is Chop Suey Chow Mein and makes a reference to, I believe, Tofu, which I believe is an early pronunciation of Tofu. Here we are, Louis Prima and Keely Smith, with one of the scariest-looking album covers I've ever seen. Louis Prima's eyes look like they're going to become little strange buttons, and his trumpet's on fire, and Keely looks like her eyes are going to explode, and her mouth is bigger than the rest of her face. Here we go, Louis Prima and Keely Smith. Here is... Get the recipe down. Chop suey chow mein on WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Have a great evening and keep on listening. You, you're driving me crazy. What did I do? I hit the wrong LP. That's crazy. Hey, let's try this. Chop suey chow mein tofu and you I've got the craziest yen To get you in a Chinese den Where I can whisper love words full of spice After we get full of tea and rice Chop suey chow mein tofu and you I've got a feeling tonight That will be pretty clever if we ever get together with chop suey chow mein rice and tea Shoes and rice and you and me Chop suey chow mein young one tofu and you Chop suey chow mein tofu and you I've got a feeling tonight I'm gonna let you hold me tight Remember what the great Confucius say Girl and boy who woo have wedding day Chop suey chow mein tofu and you I've got a feeling tonight That will be pretty clever if we ever get together With chop suey chow mein rice and tea Shoes and rice and you and me Chop suey chow mein Young one tofu and you Chow mein tofu and you I've got the craziest yen To get you in a Chinese den Where I can whisper love words Full of spice After we get full of tea and rice Chop suey chow mein tofu and you I've got a feeling tonight 
Now we'd be pretty clever if we ever get together with Chop suey chow mein, rice and tea Now we can even have sub gum scallopini Shoes and rice and you and me And baby, how about a little egg for cacciatore Chop suey chow mein, young one, two, four, and you And me too. It's about 7 o'clock. This is WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. 88.3 megahertz is the exact frequency. It's time for Face the Music. And I think, once again, Mike Perini and myself have lined up perfectly with the song he went out with, the song that I had already planned to enter with. So this is essentially a sequel to what you just heard. C'est si bon, Madame Nicht du mehr Keuer, 